Welcome to Goblin Entertainment. I'm Rob Hoffman. I will be your host for the solo episode on Wednesday, February 24th, 2016, coming to you live from Helena, Montana. It's just you and I. Oh, yeah. This episode is sponsored by Valor Infinity Studios. You can check them out at www.valorinfinitystudios.com. The title track in the background is Backwards by Shellshock Lullaby. You can check out their music at www.shellshocklullaby.com. All right, so unfortunately, we have the post depression partum of X Files. X Files is officially over, and how much does that suck? Oh, six episodes was not enough, I will tell you that right off the bat. Uh, I'm going to miss uh, Scully and Mulder. I really hope Fox has it in them to uh, put together a permanent show because they would be complete idiots not to. Um, so here's hoping that it continues on, but man, what six episodes, I'll tell you what, um, you can watch them for free. If you haven't been able to watch them all on Fox, I posted it on the last episode on the, uh, podcasting website of Podbean. So check it out. If you haven't, the link is on there. They're free to watch on Fox for now. So get on there and watch them. Um, they were outstanding. All right. So. Again, being a solo show without my guest hosts, I'm just going to go over some articles, give you the skinny on the stuff that's out there that I think is noteworthy. If you don't think so, then you don't have to listen. You can turn it off. But I would like to think those listeners out there have had really good feedback on the last episode. You're getting pretty good hits on iTunes um, and, and a few on uh, uh, Podbean, but man, iTunes is really lighting up. So I'd really like to thank all you guys that are taking the time to listen. If you weren't listening, I'd be talking to myself, and that'd be a whole nother problem. And I might have that problem anyway. But I appreciate having some somebody listening out there. So thank you very much for tuning in. All right. First article to go over was on The Guardian. Um, it was a pretty interesting article. What caught my uh, attention was a cover photo, and it was Darth Vader leading a funeral procession. Um, and the title of the article was Your Funeral, Thinking Outside the Box One Last Time. And the caption for it was, we're lucky in Britain not to face the kind of restrictions over death ceremonies in place elsewhere. So it's useful to know what some of the options are or come up with your own. So it sounds like UK is pretty enlightened on this. Uh, it was a really interesting read. Uh, a lot of people are not opting to have the traditional funeral. They're preparing the body of their loved one in their house instead of going to the traditional funeral home. I found this really fascinating. I know that that potentially isn't for everybody uh but that's pretty neat i think you know if, if you're up for that it would give you a sort of closure that they talk about in the article um and they were also saying that uh they don't go for i guess more of the traditional roles over there and it would be interesting to see more examples of non-traditional funerals but it was a really interesting read if you have the time i'll post a link on the uh, podbean site for you to read but it's an interesting take on funerals and i agree with it i don't think that your funeral should be the typical sullen experience or excuse me sullen solemn experience where you know it's all sad i like the aspect of uh chinese culture where you dress in all white it's more of a celebration but i agree in that the funeral is for the celebration of those left of the life of the person that you're there you know, to celebrate that, that is past. So I would like to think that my funeral would be unconventional. I'd like to have drunken bagpipers as I'm a bagpiper myself. 
drinking scotch, reminiscing of all the crazy things I did with my friends, because hopefully I outlive my friends and my family. I would want to be the person to stand around and be one of the last ones left there. Hopefully they have good things to say, too. And I wouldn't mind having Darth Vader or somebody like that lead my funeral procession. So for all those out there listening, you know, that's a pretty ingenious idea. That was that was pretty cool. Uh, I remember reading an article not too long ago where a new thing is shooting your ashes into space. And that's kind of neat. You know, that's very, I don't know, Star Trek-ish. Uh, that would be that'd be kind of a neat way to go. I'm, not, I'm sure that'd be pretty expensive, but it'd be an interesting way to do it. So interesting read. Check it out. I'll have that posted on the website. Next article I found that was interesting was on, again, The Guardian. Disabled dating on Tinder. People ask if I can have sex. Now, I'll be honest with you. I don't have any experience with Tinder outside of seeing the jokes on TV where you swipe left or right. Uh, But the cover line in this is everyone dreads being swiped left. So I'm assuming that's bad. What if you use a wheelchair? Better to show it or not. Disabled singles talk about creepy messages, insulting suitors, and the dates that restored their faith in romance. This was a really interesting read, and I guess I never really thought about disabled dating in a technological world, especially with all the dating applications that are out there, a lot of the online websites. There was a lot of interesting reading here, and I thought it was a very interesting perspective hearing from different people on their dating experience with various disabilities. So it's a very interesting read. I, again, will post the uh, link on the Podbean website, uh, but from a disability perspective, you know these these are things that you never think of. Posting a picture with a wheelchair or having a specific disease that perhaps your profile picture doesn't cover, and then the person meeting you for the first time in person picks up on, and then they're hostile about it. Um, you know, it's just really interesting aspects that I guess I'd never really considered before. So it's a good read. Hope you'll take the time to read the the article in its entirety. Disabilities affect a lot of Americans, especially today. It seems more and more for whatever reason uh, it's on the rise. So give it a good read. All right. Next uh, article that I'll bring up is uh, from lifehacker.com. This is another great website. Uh, If you don't know about Lifehack, uh, essentially, it gives you different things to help make life easier. And I don't know how to put it any better for you. Uh, essentially, this article is you don't need to be motivated all the time, just at the right time. And so the tagline in this was unproductive guilt is real. That feeling you get when you think you should be doing more, even if you've already worked yourself to death. Here's the trick. You don't need to be running constantly. So this was a really good one that resonated with me. We talked about technology a little bit last week. I think this is really ironic. We developed all this technology from computers, applications, all the stuff that's supposed to make our life easier. And it seems like we have more work to do. How idiotic is that? So things that are supposed to simplify our life is actually making our life more insane. So this article is a really good life hack on how to avoid that burnout, different things to make yourself a little more motivated, but by doing it smarter, not harder. You ever hear that saying, work smarter, not harder? 
this article kind of encapsulates that. So I'll post this on the website. It's a really good read. It's another really good website that has a lot of subsequent articles on it. So once you start reading one article, you're like, ooh, this is a good one. Ooh, this is a good one. And next thing you know, you're reading everything that's on the site. So give it a give it a good check out. Uh, it's a great article. All right. For all those Batman versus Superman fans waiting for the movie, they just revealed the runtime on this thing. Two hours and 31 minutes. Going to be a long one. But obviously, it's going to need to be with all the backstory that they're going to have to tell on this. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm excited about this movie. I wasn't excited about Ben Affleck being announced as Batman. And I'm trying to keep a really good attitude about it. But we'll see. Hopefully, it's good. I will say that the previews on it look really good. So, I will... I'm excited about seeing it. We'll see how it goes. I'll keep my reservations on it until I see it, and we'll see how it goes. It's nice to see that the DC Universe is coming up with all these movies down the pike in the future. Aquaman and uh, Justice League should be a lot of stuff competing with Marvel. It's nice to see that competition with Marvel, especially in the 90s if you were growing up. Uh, 80s, 90s, there was a huge rivalry between DC and Marvel, and it's nice to see that being reignited again. Plus, I heard that uh, Image, uh, Todd McFarlane, is coming out with a Spawn movie, and it's supposed to be dark, and that should be great. I have high hopes for that. I love the Spawn storyline, independent comics. That I'm excited about that. Uh, Probably almost as excited as uh, I was about Deadpool and Doctor Strange coming out. So we'll see on that one. That that might be really good. I I really hope. All right. New details on when you can own Star Wars The Force Awakenings on iTunes and Blu-ray. So you're supposed to be able to get Star Wars The Force Awakens on March 15th on iTunes. And then supposedly on April 15th. Potentially is the date for Blu-ray and DVD and all that stuff. So that's what they're reporting right now. Of course, that's all subject to change. But it sounds like they're pretty firm on the iTunes. So within about three weeks or so, or even a little less than that, you'd be watching uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens on iTunes, which is outstanding. All right. On OuterPlaces.com, they had a good article about 10 great alternatives to the San Diego Comic-Con. Now, the great thing about this is it gives a lot of great alternatives that won't break the bank as much as going to the San Diego Comic-Con. But I will say, if you haven't been to the San Diego Comic-Con, go at least once in your life. Now, the Salt Lake City Comic-Con is coming up towards the end of March. Uh, Myself and my co-host will be attending the Salt Lake City Comic-Con. We'll be doing a lot of the major events there. And then when we get back, we'll be reporting on it, giving you the lowdown on how it went, what it was like. We'll post the pictures uh, with the stars that we meet, all the fun stuff. So we'll be giving you the whole 411 on it. I don't even know if that's a real thing anymore with all the internet stuff. I haven't dialed that forever. I think I just dated myself. Shit. Anyway, so the article goes into uh, 10 different uh, cons, you know, to uh, potentially visit from, let's see here. What do we got? We got this uh, Silicon Valley Comic Con, and apparently that takes place in San Jose on March 18th through the 20th, and of course then the Salt Lake City Comic Con that's coming up uh, towards the end of March that we'll be attending, and then they have eight more cons throughout there, you know, uh, from Wizard Con and uh, 
uh, Star Wars event and a bunch of different stuff. So worth a read. If you haven't attended any of the cons, but you're really into the science fiction, fantasy stuff, all the comic genres and all that, I'd say go at least once. It's worth going to. It is. They're great events, and they're a lot of fun. You can meet stars, meet a lot of the writers and artists, get a lot of things signed, photo ops, the whole nine yards, uh, a bunch of parties. They're a lot of fun. So, like I said, we'll bring a special show when we get back from the Salt Lake City Comic Con. We'll let you know how that went. We'll get all that stuff posted. Should be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to it. And I'll post this article on the site so you can check it out. Uh, we'll also post the breakdown of how much things cost from the Salt Lake City Comic Con and all that and give you a good idea of the overall event itself. All right. Next, uh, again on www.outerplaces.com. And I've just discovered this site and pretty neat site. There's a lot of great information on there. They had a top seven canceled sci-fi shows that need the revival treatment. A big one on this, of course, was Firefly. And I have to agree with that. Anybody who's watched science fiction and especially science uh, or Firefly itself will tell you right off the bat that the people who decided to cancel that need to be slapped vigorously and should be fired from the industry for the rest of their lives. That was the dumbest decision I think was ever made. And it just absolutely astounds me. Just unbelievable. Um, But they had a really good seven list of things of uh, shows that should be revitalized. The nice thing about the list is if you haven't seen any of these shows, the majority of them are on Netflix and or Vudu or, you know, the rest of the streaming shows. So if you haven't seen them, you can sit down and, and uh, watch them. I think there was one on there that I haven't seen yet that I'll have to watch. I believe it was Odyssey five. Never even heard of it before, but you know, this is a good referral. We'll go and check it out. Um, another one that they had listed, I believe was the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I really like that show. Uh, so it's unbelievable what gets canceled anymore or, or what continues to run. And I won't mention some of those names, but there's a lot of crap out there, which just blows my mind. But uh, good article. I'll have the links posted. Uh, check it out. You know, uh, Battlestar Galactica was on there. That was a great show. And I believe that they're coming out with another thing on Battlestar, I believe. I don't know. I'll research that and get that out in a future episode. Um, but again, the link will be on the site. Check it out. All right. What else we got? All right. So the book that I'm going to talk about for this uh, podcast is Evolving Ourselves by Juan Enriquez Enriquez, and Steve Gullens. And so essentially the tagline on the book is a sweeping paradigm shifting account on how evolution is no longer driven just by nature, but also by human choices. Why are conditions like autism, asthma, obesity, and allergies exploding at unprecedented rates? Why are we living longer, getting smarter, having far fewer kids? If Darwin was alive today, how would he explain this new world? This was a very interesting book on evolution. I advise it as a good read if you're looking for something scientific to read. Uh, It was a great book. It was really well done, really well put together. It was actually advised to read. Uh, on the oh man I am totally brain farting right now Um, boy one of the science shows Uh, initially discovered it on there had bought it and uh, I'll remember it in fact I'm going to cover it on the next show ironically just can't remember the name right now but uh, 
I'll put the link on the website. It's a, it's a good read if you're looking for a good science read. Um, it's worth picking up and, and going through. Excellent book. Um, another review that I'll be doing is I signed up for the master class. I don't know if you've seen all these online, especially on Facebook. You get inundated with these ads on the master classes with famous people. So I fancy myself an uh, amateur writer to a semi-professional to professional writer. Uh, so I signed up for the master class with James Patterson, which was 90 bucks. So I'm currently going through that program right now. And I'll give you the lowdown once I complete the program on, you know, what I thought on it. I will say so far, so good. It's a pretty interesting course. A lot of good pointers so far. Uh, but I'll get through it and give you the breakdown on it. And uh, let you know whether or not it's worth the 90 bucks. You know, I'll be honest. Initially going into it, I thought it was just going to be a big commercial gimmick. But so far, I'm pleasantly surprised. It's a pretty neat course. So uh, I'll give you the whole overview once the course is completed and let you know how it goes. All right. Uh, Comic book I'm suggesting for you out there that I went through and read was Harley Quinn Volume 1 Hot in the City out of the new DC 52. was a fantastic read. And again, another anti-hero similar to Deadpool, only in the DC universe. It, uh, I believe, covers the first 10 copies or uh, issues one through ten of harlequin don't quote me on that but it says on the the site i'll put the link on amazon.com for it it'll at least give you the idea of the book you can buy it from wherever you want but it's worth the read uh, especially if you like the dc universe if you're excited about the new suicide squad movie that's coming up and you want to get a little bit of the background history uh from the suicide squad and get into one of the characters harlequin which is fantastic this is a really good book to dive into. And I don't know if you know, but a little bit of uh, background. Harlequin is one of the only characters in Batman that it actually didn't derive from the comic itself. It came from the uh, WB animated series in the 90s. And that's where a character comes from. Just FYI, one of those useless facts that are absolutely useless except for a show like this. So you're welcome. All right, uh, as far as uh, show review, so recently I binge-watched, and I'm, I'm ashamed to say this, but I binge-watched Love on Netflix, which is a new show. It uh, didn't have a really good overview on IMDb for it. I'll post the IMDb link uh, for this show, but it had uh, one of the gals from Community. don't know if you've ever watched that show. Pretty good show for a little bit, and then it kind of tanked and got really weird. Um, but I do like the gal who played Greta from the show, and then uh, it's a pretty good cast. It's a it's a decent show. It's that unfortunately the stereotypical where the nerd weird looking dude gets a hot well I should say a couple of hot chicks, um, an actress, and uh, and then kind of the gal who played Greta in Community is a work in progress. The nice thing I really like about it, though, is it, it hits some of the taboos in life like drug usage and uh, sexual addiction and you know, it goes into some realistic uh, aspects. Overall, I thought it was a, it was a pretty good show. It's, it's w worth sitting down and binge watching or watching a few episodes, see what you think. But it was just recently released as a Netflix production. So, you know, check it out. 
worth watching. Uh, I enjoyed it. So I'll post the IMDb link for it on the uh, Podbean site. Check it out. All right. So, again, this is uh, one of the short shows, uh, just under a, a half an hour, um, and actually probably even a little shorter than that. Um, but uh, we'll have one of our big uh, multiple host shows coming up here within the next couple of weeks before we go to the Salt Lake City Comic Con, and then we'll do a post-show production show talking about the Comic Con and a bunch of our fun stuff. If you've uh, listened to the first episode of this show, you know, it was an hour and a half. It was a long show, but we'll do another big, long show coming up here fairly soon. I'll get a bunch of these solo shows out to you, and these are just, again, covering these news articles. Uh, Hopefully it'll get uh, better and better as we get used to the new equipment and uh, just get used to the show itself. So this is a new show in production. Again, appreciate you tuning in. Our uh, saying for this show, and awesome, got completely cut off. But essentially, myself and uh, some friends had a rotten day. So it was kind of just talking about weathering the storm. You're not alone, man. The shit storm has been hitting a lot of things lately. Seems like the uh, the economy should be rebounding, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of good paying jobs out there for some reason. And more and more things are getting cut, and the idiot politicians are taking everything, and it doesn't matter if you're Democrat, Republican, whatever. There's They're all freaking idiots right now. They're just driving everything into the ground because they can't get along, and they're just a bunch of idiots. So... As it stands right now, we're all in this together. Just hang in there. That's about all you can do. Keep your chin up. Drive through it. And, you know, just just keep on trucking. I know that sounds kind of lame, but that's just what I want to get across tonight. You know, we're all in this shit show together. So uh, just, just keep in there. I think that's why I like science fiction and fantasy so much. Movies and comics and all that stuff. It really just takes your mind off of all the crap temporarily you know uh, was that rock that rocky saying that that life is messy and it's really shitty but uh you know it's not how hard you get hit it's just how fast you get up and keep on going and how many times you get up and i probably just butchered that saying but uh something like that and if you haven't seen the new creed movie that was just released uh to dvd and voodoo and all that well i don't know if it came out on dvd but it was released on voodoo and streaming and all that that's worth a watch if you didn't catch it in the movies uh it's fantastic i believe stallone won an award as a supporting actor for it and oh man i feel old seeing him in a supporting role how crazy was that but uh i digress Anyway, thank you for listening. Another quick, brief solo show, like I said. Uh, This has been Goblin Entertainment with your solo host, Rob Hoffman. Again, this show uh, was uh, sponsored by uh, Valor Infinity Studios. The tracks you've been hearing in the background have been uh, provided thanks to Shellshock Lullaby at www.shellshocklullaby.com. They've been nice enough, again, to provide the music for us. So please, please, please. Go check them out, download their music, buy anything they have, and support them. Russell Nelson is fantastic lead singer for the group, and just push the music because he's gonna go big. Play- he's gonna go and do big things in pl- places, and 
who's an outstanding musician. So I can't say enough good things about them. Thank you for listening and have a outstanding night.